Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Father, we thank you for your presence. That you're always present. You're always near. Like Justin said, you never leave us nor forsake us. Father, we come to worship you this morning. We come to lift the name of Jesus and we come to draw near to you. Thank you, Lord, for the peace that is found in your presence. Thank you for the joy that is found in your presence, Lord God. I pray for every single person here this morning that they would encounter you afresh. It would be filled to overflowing. Your word says, Lord, that those that hunger and thirst for righteousness will be filled. So we we accept that in filling this morning of your presence, of your spirit, of your peace, of healing. We accept it all this morning, Lord God. We thank you, Father, that every good and perfect gift comes to us from our Father in heaven. And we just receive it this morning, Lord God. There's nothing we can do to earn. There's nothing we can do to to warrant, Lord God, what you have graciously given us. Thank you, Lord. The title of my message today is Pathway for Life. Pathway for Life. And I don't know about you, but in the time and season we find ourselves, I'd really like to know the pathway for my life. I'd like to know that on Monday when I've planned this, that I actually get to do this and and, but at the moment, it semi-feels like, what, what can I do? What can we do? Is it going to change tomorrow? Last Sunday, when we were doing our Heart for the House and having our big celebration, we didn't think that come Monday, we were going to go into a lockdown this week. But it happened. So we deal with it and we move forward. But what I love is uh, the Word of God is unchanging. It says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my Word will remain. That we can, as Justin was saying, as Amanda was saying, we can gain wisdom from the Word of God for life to lead us and guide us. And so I just, I want to preach faith this morning. I want to preach the Word of God. So is anybody ready this morning? All right. This is 1 Kings 17, starting in verse 8. Uh, And it says this, Then the Word of the Lord came to him. The Word of the Lord came to Elijah the prophet, saying, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went to Zarephath. When he came to the gate of the city, indeed, a widow was there gathering sticks. He called her to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, And please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand, so that I, as the Lord your God lives, sorry, um, bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. So she said, As the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin, little oil in a jar. See, I am gathering a couple of sticks that I might go in and prepare for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. It's a sad day when you've got a few sticks, some oil and some flour, and you're preparing your last meal to die. So she was happy to go and get the prophet, the man of God, some, some water. That, that wasn't a problem. But when he now he's asking of her the very last thing that she has. And it goes on and it says, and Elijah said to her, she's just said to the prophet, I've got nothing. I don't know if you've ever felt that way. Yeah. I thought I knew what I had, but now I feel like I've got, I've got nothing. I've got nothing. I'm, I'm preparing to die. And Elijah says this to her, do not fear. Yeah. I feel like the word of the Lord for us here this morning is do not fear. Yeah. Fear nothing. Yeah. Philippians 4 says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication, present your request to God. Yeah. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Yeah. In the season we live in, our hearts and minds need to be guarded. Yeah. Because there's so many things coming, so many fiery darts, so many uh, you know challenges that we face. 
do not fear. Go and do as you have said, but make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me. And afterwards, make some for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, the bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah. She and he and her household ate for many days. The bin of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke to Elijah. The amazing thing is they were in a drought because Elijah declared at the word of God that it would not rain. If, if we read later on in Scripture, it says, and it did not rain for three and a half years, and Elijah prayed again. And when he prayed again, he declared heavens would be open. The heavens opened, the rain fell and covered the earth. Not like the flood, but it just covered the earth. Life's the funny thing, isn't it? It doesn't always go as we think. We think it's going to go and work itself out a certain way, but rarely it does. And, and at 45 years of age, I can, I can live as testament to, I thought it would go this way, but it went that way. And then it went that way. And then it went that way. Then there was a, a, a valley. Then there was a hill. Then there was, but I ended up in a place that I know God has for me. And the thing is, is nobody thinks they're going to get to a point in life where they're gathering sticks and about to use the last of their flour, the last of their all preparing to die. Yeah. Let, let me say it this way. Nobody plans to start a business that fails. Yeah. Nobody plans to enter into a relationship that's going to fail. Yeah. We, all, we all have a dream and a desire and ideal, and we're looking to that, but it doesn't always work out the way we planned. I remember my younger sister, I'm one of seven, and one of my younger sisters, there's four, uh, she used to be in the travel industry. And she got great discounts. So she got great discounts on travel, on, on accommodation. And, and she'd tell me about, I'm going to be sunning myself in Hawaii. I'm going to shop in New York. I'm going to do it. And then she got married. And on her honeymoon, fell pregnant. And her plans changed. I, I remember my other sister marrying her husband. And they, they had a great business. And they traveled the world. And they did all. And he died five months later. She'd fallen pregnant the night before. Like, life doesn't always work out the way we think it will. And the fact is this, just as this woman was making plans for her life, we're either making plans in life to live or to die. Even on a subconscious level, if we're not planning to live and outwork the plans and purposes God has for our life, we're planning to die. And John 10.10 says the devil comes only to steal. He wants to steal your dreams. He wants to steal your joy. He wants to steal your passion. He wants to steal your peace. But Jesus Christ came to give you life and life more abundantly. Amen. And, and, and if we let our lives be, be ruled by fear and worry, we're, we're subconsciously planning on death. I'm going to let go of my dreams. I'm going to get let go of my desires. I'm going to let go of that which I hold dear in my life. But I want to do not fear. Do not fear this morning. Let's go to faith. Let's stir faith. Let's step out in faith. Let's rise into I love the very first part of that scripture. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah saying, Arise and go to Zarephath. Isaiah 40, 31 says, Those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They'll rise up as wings as eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and will not faint. You know, in Proverbs it says, The way of the righteous winds Upwards, God is calling us upwards. You know, the scripture says, I, I lift my eyes to the hills to where my help comes from. 
My help comes from the Lord. I want to encourage us here today. The greatest days of your life lay ahead. Fear not. God has a plan and a purpose for your life to bless you and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. And we can walk in, in his plans. We can walk in his ways. There is a pathway that we can follow that leads to the fulfillment of our dreams. Amen? Amen. Amen. Proverbs 16.9 says, A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. And God's our word, as I said, never changes. So the main scripture... Uh, for, for us today is Psalm 37, 1 to 10. I'm going to read it out, bring us some points, and have some fun. Amen? Amen. 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 Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity, for they shall, 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 shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the grain herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord. And he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him. He shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and um, forsake wrath. Do not fret. That's the third time it said do not fret. It only causes harm. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those... Who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth for yet a while, and the wicked will be no more. Indeed, you will look carefully for his place, but it shall be no more. I love this. And the first thing it says is, don't worry. Don't fret. Don't freak out. Don't get worked up. Lighten up. Laugh. Get carefree. Have a belly laugh. Don't fret. When was the last time you had a belly laugh? Melissa catches me quite regularly. She goes, what the heck are you doing? And I've, I've just turned Facebook on and I'm looking at stupid videos and videos of people doing stupid, and I just start laughing. She's like, what the heck? But do you know what? After five, ten minutes of watching silliness and laughing for no reason, I feel better. I feel good. I feel like I've, I'd forgotten about anything else that was going on in my world. I was just laughing. Can I encourage you? Just laugh. If it's going to be funny later, it's funny now. Just laugh. The things that we used to argue about, we laugh about now. The things that used to get us worked up, they're like, whatever, and we just laugh now. Life happens. Life's messy. Don't worry. It's messy for all of us. It's the same for all. Every single one of us are walking through the same things, maybe in different seasons and different times, but we all face the same things. Let's laugh our way through it. Let's keep putting one foot in front of the other, and let's keep laughing our way to the promise and fulfillment of God. His, his promises in our life. Amen? Amen. Proverbs 17, 22 says, A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. Yeah. And I don't know, it, it's easier to go to negative. It's easier to go to depression. It's easier to go to heavy weight. But, but Hebrews says, let us cast off every weight. Let's just throw it away. Jesus says, cast your cares upon me because I care for you. My yoke's easy. My burden's light. Sure, there's ways you've got to walk in me, but cast it off. Walk in my ways and watch what I will do for you. Don't let fear rule your life. Just make a decision today. Fear is not going to rule my life. Fear in my finances. Fear in my relationship. Fear in my health. Fear in whatever I face. Fear in my employment. Fear is not going to rule my life. God is good. He's for me, not against me. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm going to move forward in life. You know, I was thinking, just, just don't worry about what has happened because you can't change it. And don't worry about what might happen because it may not. 
Most of the things we worry about never actually happen, and they consume us, and they get us wound up, and they get us anxious and nervous. The bank's going to call my loan in. Uh, this is going to happen here. This is going to... No, no, just don't worry. Cross that bridge when you get to it. Don't build a bridge before you get there and realize, I, I actually don't have a problem. That never happened. I used all my energy building that bridge. Corey Ten Boone, who rescued thousands during the, the Nazi Holocaust, said this, Worry steals the strength of today and empties tomorrow of hope. So, so I don't have strength to get through what I'm going through today because I'm worrying. I'm fretting, I'm, I'm boiling up on the inside, I, I'm stressing out, and I don't dream for tomorrow because I'm so worried about today. Yeah. Can I encourage you, let go of your worry. Let go of your... What's the worst thing that could happen? You could die, we go to heaven. What, what, what's the, we, we, we have salvation in Christ Jesus. God is for us and not against... Anyway, definition of, of to worry or to fret means to boil over, to get hot and sweaty with a fever of anxiety. That's what it means to fret, to boil over with a fever of anxiety. And I don't know if you've ever had a fever, a 40-plus temperature, or what, and you're boiling, your, your body is literally boiling and you've got no energy. There's headaches, there's nauseous feelings, that you're laying there, you're sweating, you, you, can't, you can't move, you can't do what you usually do because you're boiling. That's what it's like when we worry. We start to put in motion this, uh, this disabling force in our life where we can't move, we can't do, we can't be because I'm so worried. Don't worry. And this is, this is Jesus' parting words to his disciples. So he's leaving them. He's, he's walked with them. He walked the shores of Galilee. He called them to himself. This is his parting. I'm going. And he actually said it was better that I go. I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit, but I'm going. His parting words were, do not let your hearts be distressed. You believe in God, believe also in me. So Jesus, knowing that he was no longer going to be walking with his friends, with the disciples, those closest to him, he says, don't worry. It's all good. God's got this. I want to encourage you here today. God has got this. Psalm 46.1 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Okay, pathway for life. How can we live a worry-free life? I'm glad you asked. First point here, verse 3, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. If you've given your life to Christ, trust him with your life. And this is easier said than done because we all have trust issues. Every single one of us has trust issues. In some area, some way, we all have trust issues. Someone's hurt us, someone's offended us, someone's wronged us, and we have trust issues. And, and those trust issues are the filter we look through when we make decisions in life, but you can trust God. He is not a man that he should lie. God is, God is with us. We can trust him. But I, I, I love, what, what does it mean to trust the Lord? Because I might be going through a really tough stage right now. I might find myself somewhere I didn't think I would. What does it mean to really trust God? Because it says here, trust in the Lord and do good. We've got to live by faith and not by sight. There's so much that we see, so much that we observe, so much of, of the physical realm of life, but faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. For us to trust God, we've got to believe his word over what our eyes see. We've got we, be, 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 over what's portrayed in, in the media and society. and in it. 
that God's word needs to rule in our life. It needs to be the rock that we build our, our lives upon. And when we trust God and do good, our worries fade away. When I'm doing good to others, when I'm helping others, I forget about my own issues, my own situations, my own worries, because I'm so consumed with trusting God and doing good that I don't focus on what's not right in my life. And you know what? I feel like trusting means staying put. When times get tough, just stay put. Don't run. Don't try and escape. Don't take things into your own hands. Just stay put. Let God work on your behalf. There's a saying that God's doing more behind your back than you can see before your eye. Can I encourage you in a tough time, tough season, moment of your life, don't run, stay put. Psalm 46.10 says, be still and know that I am God. God can only be God in our lives when we stop and allow him to take control of the situation. As I said, Philippians 4, be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. I want to encourage you to go from this place today being anxious for nothing. There is nothing that warrants your fear. There's nothing that warrants uh, the, the, the consuming power of a worry in your life. There's nothing. Second thing is this, verse 4, is take delight in the Lord. Delight yourself with the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. Love God. Love his ways. Love his will. I love it. Justin and Angie last week were talking about we've been, in, we've been in Christ for 25 years and walking with Christ for 25 years and our life is just a reflection of the commitments we made. And, and they just delighted themselves in God. Delighted themselves in his house. Delighted themselves. God, you're leading us, so we're going to walk where you lead us. Delight. Get, get your kicks from God. You know, David said in Psalm 34, I'll praise you, O Lord, at all times. There was a, a good portion of David's life where he would have been justified in not praising God, where he found himself in circumstances where he was under attack or he was under pressure or as the king, he was trying to do things and they weren't where he said, I will praise you, Lord, at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together. There's something about exalting God. There's something about elevating God beyond our challenges, our storms, our, our, our trials in life that, that lifts our spirits. I want to encourage you to delight yourself in the Lord. Verse 23, the steps of the godly are directed by the Lord. He delights in every detail of their lives. You need to understand that God delights in your life. Every detail, every minute detail of your life, God delights in. You go, well, I'm not where I want it. God knows where you are and he knows how to get you to where you're dreaming of. And as we wait in him, as we delight in him, he empowers us for the journey ahead. Third thing is commit everything you do to the Lord. This is verse 5. Commit everything you do to the Lord. If you want to be guided through life, commit everything you do to the Lord. Wake up in the morning and say, good morning, Lord. Today's yours. Where are we going? What are we going to do? And, and you will hear that still small voice. You will hear God speaking to you throughout the course of the day when you encounter people, when you encounter situations. The wisdom of heaven will be re revealed to you. And I love this because in the Greek, everything means everything. <laughs> I looked it up this morning. Everything in the Greek. Not what you can't do and hold on to the rest. It, it's everything. Give God your life. Give God your everything. Give God the entirety of your being and watch what he does with it. 
And, and I can honestly tell you, 28 years of walking with Christ and in Christ and doing life through the twists and the turns, through the challenges, God has been with us every step of the way. And his hand of favour, his hand of blessing, his hand of provision, his hand of breakthrough, his hand of healing has always been with us. And it's not always comfortable and it doesn't always happen and outwork itself as you think it will, but he's always there. And, and there's a saying that he's either going to be Lord of all or not Lord at all. We don't need Jesus as a, a cross swinging around our neck. We don't need a little bobblehead dog. My son's got a bobblehead Jesus that sits on his dash in his car. We need Jesus in our hearts. We need Jesus consuming our thoughts and our minds and our motives and our intentions so that he can take us to what he's created us for. Amen. You know, I, uh, I, I think about that when I read through verse, verse 5. I think about the motives of my life. And, and honestly, to commit everything to the Lord means I've got to lay down my agenda, my plans, my, my will, my way. Jesus had to do the very same thing in the Garden of Gethsemane. He's, he's, he's sweating um, drops of blood. He's crying out to his Father. He knows death is imminent. He says, Father, if you can take this cup from me, please do. But not my will be done, yours. It says in the Scriptures that he who would find his life must first lose his life. Yeah. That we're to lay down our lives as dead men to live for Christ. And uh, so I can't live ego driven. I, I've got to focus on God in all that I do. And I love what it says Luke 22 42, uh, which, uh, which I just shared. Father, if it's your will, take this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but, but your will be done. Fourth thing is be still in the presence of God. Slow down. This is verse 7. You know, I, I don't know, have you ever missed a corner because you were driving too fast? No. Like you, you knew a corner was coming up, and you were just driving too fast. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wipe out. I can't make that turn. It's the same in life. So, so often we're 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 so frantic, we're so frenetic, we're 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 going so fast headlong at life because we want to be and we want to achieve and we want to create and we want to build, and then we miss the corner. I feel like if we would just slow down that little bit, we have that ability to turn and navigate everywhere that God leads us. And and the honest thing is, if you want to walk the path that God has for you in life, we need to create time and space for God to be in our life. And I share all the time, but Psalm 91, those who dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. And it's, dwelling is a choice we make. Abiding is an invitation that God gives. So when I choose to preference God and dwell in His presence, God says, come in here, come in a little deeper. Come in a little closer. Let me reveal more of my nature and goodness to you. Let me show you what I have for you in life. And I, I don't know if you've ever had a God dream or a God vision and it's it's come to you with clarity and it, and it just empowers you and brings strength to you. That happens in the moments where we steal ourselves, where we slow down and say, God, be God in my life. And the thing is, is God's timing is perfect. Relax in the fact that he loves you and he wants the best for you. You don't hear that every day. God wants the best for your life. He wants you to succeed. He wants you to prosper. He wants you in peace. 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 My mouth's not bad. It's the, it's the camouflage mask. Slow down, Christian. God's timing is perfect. Verse five, oh, number five, verse eight. Stop your anger. Turn from your rage. Can I encourage you here this morning? Stop getting angry with God. Stop getting angry at life. Stop getting angry at others and stop getting angry at yourself. Just stop getting angry. And I'm speaking to myself because ingrained in me is an ability to flip a switch pretty quick. 
and through circumstance, through challenge, through storm, through trial, but stop your anger, turn from your... If you want to see clearly in life, stay calm. There's a scripture that says the, the wrath of man works not the righteousness of God. And like a man who was taught, God wants to work his righteousness in us. And I think that, that righteousness in us brings a clarity of vision towards the future. That no matter what sea I'm sailing on, no matter what path I'm following, no matter what's happening, I can see clearly ahead the twists and turns that are coming because I'm, I'm calm, I'm, I'm at peace. And the fact is you just can't see clearly when you're angry. And if you can't see clearly, then you can't respond correctly yeah. in the situation you find yourself in. Yeah. You know, in Romans 12 says, it's never pay, pay back evil for evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see that you are honourable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scripture says, I'll take revenge. I'll pay them back, says the Lord. You don't have to get revenge. You don't have to get justice. You can just stand on the fact that God is with you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper us, and that he will take revenge in the end. It's not up to us. 1 Peter 3.8 says, not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, blessing. Knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. For he who would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil, his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. His ears are open to their prayers, but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. 1 Timothy 2 says, In every place of worship, I, I want that men would lift up holy hands in prayer, free from anger and controversy. Final scripture, and that's the same one, but in the NK, I desire therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. There is a pathway for life that we can follow that, that leads to blessing, that leads to joy, that leads to peace, that leads to the touch of heaven on our lives, and it's Jesus Christ. As we wait on him, as we stand in his word, as we walk according to his ways, God is with us through everything we face. And I want to, I want to finish with this this morning. Do not fear. Do not fear. This week, let, let that just ring in your head. I will not fear for God is with me. I'll be anxious for nothing, for that's what the word of God says. Just make a decision. You're going to stand on the word of the Lord. And, you know, we're called to be salt and light, bright shining lights that through our examples and the way we do life create peace in others. When you rise in faith, you instill peace in others. You instill strength in others. There are people you know today that are walking through challenges and, and trials and storms that you're the answer to because yeah. you're a Christ carrier. You're a man and woman of faith. You walk with your eyes set on the promise that Jesus has made you, not on your current circumstance. Can I encourage you? Let's be salt and light. Let's go out into our community this week full of faith, coming against any challenge, coming against any form of negativity, any lie of the enemy. Let's stand up in faith for life is good. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.